0: You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops for the smart wrestling fan. Here are your hosts, Vlad the Impaler and Silica
1: Steve Valley.
0: spots and cheap pops. This is Silicon Steve Valley. I'm with Vlad the Impaler and we are in the midst of the fallout of Fastlane and the Raw following Fastlane and after one quarter when it comes to our professional wrestling pay-per-view picks, I won in Fastlane once again Drew McIntyre coming for me. Silicon Steve Valley is the winner for the first quarter or do you want to do it all year? I think quarterly is kind of cool but we can do both.
1: I think we should do it for the year.
0: Okay. Okay, no problem.
1: You know, I mean... Because you're
0: losing, I get that. By one point. match. That was close, though. That was yeah. close.
1: Yeah. I mean, how many AEW pay-per-views are there out there? I'm sure I could just wipe the floor with you on those.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you've only beaten <laughs> one AEW pay-per-view, and it was, but it was the last one. And so far, 21, you're doing great. So...
1: i've been putting the cornet uh podcast on a little bit he's actually really smart yeah and it's like i am actually learning a little bit through his eyes do i agree with a lot of what he says not really but man when he starts cursing at people i start laughing man like his nickname for kitty omega even though i don't agree with his his point of view on Omega, is just funny to me man what does he call him he calls him something goof or something no, no, he calls him Harpo Fingerfuck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, why?
1: Yeah, like, he's making the Harpo Marx reference there, which is so over most people's heads, you know, like because of his hair. And then he just throws in, like, the dirtiest thing that he can go and it's alliteration. <laughs> 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 he's just yeah. such a, char- he's a character, man. It fucking guy it looks like goddamn Harpo.
0: What was it? Was it Harpo? Yeah. Harpo Marx. Yeah, Harpo You're Marx. you like fucking Harpo Marx. Finger fucking. He's Harpo finger fuck. That's what I fucking call it, goof. <laughs> oh, man. Like well, He makes fun of Marco's stunnage really fun. And <laughs> Dude. I got to You know, he... Did. Yeah, go ahead, man. Oh, I was going to say, you have to hear him... You have to hear him. It was AEW's first pay per view, and I think they had like a battle royal or something. You have to yeah. hear him critique, like getting to know. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was uh, double or nothing. You had to hear him critique the double or nothing battle royal that Pangman won, dude. Because it's the first time you see Marco stunt. Like you see half of these people, and he's just like, yeah. hey, this is one guy is fucking doing that head scissors and jamming the guy's face into his asshole what the <laughs> fuck is
1: that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just <laughs> like it's just, like again I, he's not he's not a guy i like would want to sit there and do business with but i do learn a little bit from hearing his perspective oh he's broke uh, i think you he, fuck yeah yeah yeah, he is. There is a brilliance to him, but I think he's a little bit too critical for the wrong reasons. To it sometimes, you well, know?
0: He's Bitter, he's bitter too because he he knows how smart he is, and he knows he burned every fucking bridge he could. We could do charcutine. Well, God fucking burned every goddamn fucking bridge he could. Got kicked out of WWE because no one could stand his fucking ass and his stupid fucking accent. <laughs> <It's>...
1: <laughs> Who's the guy that does the podcast with him? He's not bad.
0: Uh, it's, it's some dude from New York. I don't know him though. I don't know who. That is. Some dude from New York. I don't Again. like him because all he does is fucking kiss head. So, I mean, it's his job though. What is he gonna do?
1: <laughs> What's
0: Cornette gonna have? Someone that's
1: gonna challenge? Yeah, he's gotta make him look. Yeah, yeah, he's gotta make him look good. I get that. Um, yeah, but he's 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 pretty good. He's pretty knowledgeable himself, you know.
0: Oh yeah, that's good. There's a couple of. I'll tell you what, man. Sam Roberts, if he's not fucking
1: blowing WWE, yeah. he's really good too, but. Yeah, yeah.
0: But he, it he's of a
1: fan. WWE. So, well, he, he knows who pays the bills, man. Yeah, so it's one of those deals. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the cornet thing, man. I, I like. I was just kind of going through different clips, and it's funny. There's a couple times where it's I, honestly there was a couple times where I, I caught him, and he, you and I didn't listen to it, and he is pretty much saying similar things that you and I are saying, and we're agreeing on certain perspectives, man. And I'm like, this is almost scary.
0: Oh yeah, no, dude. I look. He blocked me on Face on. He blocked me, unfortunately, on Twitter. Yeah, because he was. He said some. He yeah. Said some bad things about my elite guys, and I let him have it when I when I was a little angrier.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I'll put him on YouTube in the background as I'm doing like uh, my work and and just doing some data entry stuff, and I'm just chuckling at some of the shit that he's saying.
0: Oh no, he's funny, man, and he's he's smart. But again, his his idea and the fact that he thinks that wrestling is just the way he likes it, and that's the only way wrestling should be, is very short sighted because that's not what it is. And wrestling's changed, and entertainment has changed, and he doesn't. And he's just really bitter, and he's burned every fucking. And he's burned. I mean, he talks shit on everybody in the fucking world. Hates Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, one of the best workers, best guys in the company. He hates him. Everyone hates this fucking
1: goof. <laughs> he, uh, you know what? I'm listening. Uh, his, uh, his perspective of Thunder Rosa, Brett Baker, right? So his co-host, at, at some point in the match, Cornette had to walk away from the TV and he was just done with the like, how violent it got with these two women, right? So he asks his co-host, "Well, what happened next?" And he's like, "Well, actually, he uh, Cornette like like left the room when they brought out the tax, you know." So then he asked, "He couldn't he, handle um, it." He asked the co. He was just like he thought it was just ridiculous at that point, you know. That was his his feeling on it, you know. These two women who were actually good wrestlers. You know, all that. And, and again, you and I would disagree with that, with with him. But th- this was the funny thing. He goes to the co-host. He goes, well, what happened then? he goes, and the co-host is... Matt did close to that, and he just quickly said, uh, he said, whatever quickly happened, and he goes, and then right there, around there, that's when the match happened, uh, Thunder Rosa, and before he could say a word, um, Cornette said, What did she use, a shotgun or a fucking sledgehammer? <laughs> <laughs> to like go and pin Britpicking. <laughs> it was a good I was, I was sort of laughing at that, well, man.
0: Sorry he wasn't hanging from a fucking catwalk that's 10 feet up and then fall to made it look like you. it was something serious. Fuck you, Jim Cornette.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love yeah, it. Just, him, but it's I just the way him, he. T- <laughs> He's mean. Yeah, yeah. He's like a he's a double he's a double edged sword, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's again, he's he's very talented. And he, again, I I I love the fuck out of Jim Cornette, but I also don't like him because I think he's he, because when he I don't listen to him because it's too much anger, and you can tell he's he, he doesn't like anything except for MJF and FTR. Besides that, I don't know if he likes anything. Yeah. Yeah, probably they went through, his, and probably anyone he worked with, he fucking kisses their ass.
1: Yeah, he went through his like they went through his um, likes and dislikes recently, and died, and there was a, a list that I guess uh, Sportster or something like that like interviewed him a year ago, and then the co-host was going through the list, and MJF he was still he was still on FDR. <laughs> he 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 basically felt like get to this point, and they should have just started at that point. You know, um, with like Pinnacle or the Horseman or whatever versus like, you know, this other shit like any and with MJF. He's like this whole song and dance and him doing his comedy routine with Jericho. Like he's not big on Jericho either. You can tell. Not a fan. <laughs> well, Jericho doesn't give up. So.
0: Jericho. Jericho has. Yeah. I, I Jericho yeah. has like basted Jim Cornette in the past and he doesn't even talk about it anymore because he's pulling beneath him. I think I, I'm, I'm actually interested in knowing about that, but I'm pretty sure they're it's not they're humorous
1: not- almost acting as if Jericho was like uh, keeping MJF down a little bit by involving him in this whole convoluted angle, you know, so, of- Oh, and then Sean Spears, they, they were, they were both sort of saying in uh, Sean Spears too, like as far as being part of pinnacle, they were saying, Oh, uh, I just don't get it. The co-host is like, I don't get it. I wish he wasn't in that crew. And then as he said that, um Cornet spoke up and he goes, "Well, somebody's got to take the losses." Yeah, smart actually. I was like, My God, yeah, he's right. There it is." <laughs>
0: that's it's a very fair point, dude. Even because the, they do protect their big stars, dude. they really do. Yeah. No, not really though. I mean, fucking Dax just tapped out to Jungle Jerk. He hates Jungle Oh boy, yeah, yeah. He yeah. hates Jungle boy. Yeah. Fucking jungle boy. Luke Perry's fucking kid. Doesn't slack from a wristwatch. Is that what it is? Wristlock for whatever. Monday Night Raw. As riveting as only Monday Night Raw can be. Impaler, you watched Raw last night. You med cap.
1: I actually, I, I totally did watch it. And I was uh, not a better person for it. It was a uh, proverbial shit show.
0: Was it that bad, or was it just? bad? I mean, it, I saw the—I saw about forty-five minutes of it, and then we had it. So I wasn't able to watch the whole thing. Then I just saw the results. And I'm like, I'm really glad I didn't watch it. That was three hours. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? Um, here's uh, off the top of my head what, what bothered me: um, Lashley versus Sheamus, first match of the night. So of course they zero in on Sheamus's, you know, pale body and how he's got. You know, red marks all over from the night before. He's the beaten Irish Celtic warrior, and he's going against the world champion that gets all odds. And then what was really weird was this. And this is where I'm like, oh man, they're getting too cute with this. Okay, so the Herb Prisoners comes out, and you have Cedric Alexander and uh, Shelton Benjamin. And as Lashley is is wrestling against Sheamus, you could see like Lashley's like surprised that they're out there and even annoyed. And I'm like, oh, they're getting cute with this, right? Like, what the hell's going on? So as the match is progressing, all of a sudden you see, like, Benjamin and Alexander's distracting the ref. And Benjamin's getting his hands on Sheamus. And they're getting involved a little bit. And Lashley is visually, you know, obviously frustrated with them. And next thing you know, um, Lashley uh, ends up catching Sheamus, gets him in the hurt lock beats them. Then there's a backstage vignette between the Hurt Business, which you and I pretty much thought was like the best faction in in on raw, right? Like that it, it
0: had it has potentially the greatest black faction in the history of wrestling for sure. And it, I mean, but you need more time. It really
1: does. Well, and what happens, yeah, and and what ends up happening is Lashley is going off on them with MVP and basically saying to the other two you guys made me look weak and i'm like whoa this is getting really shitty all of a sudden right and yet those two guys are like oh sorry blah 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 you know we're just trying to help you out and you can see that there's trouble in paradise yeah so then somehow then you know i fast forward a little bit and then all of a sudden what they decided to do is that they have, oh, because Drew McIntyre came out and saved his buddy out of respect, again, because they kicked the shit out of each other the night before, but they still respect each other because of that, you know, those ties that bind in that friendship, okay? Oh, so, dude, it's like
0: another Kingston, it's it's the like Kingston and Moxley, actually, if you think about it. I'm
1: mm-hmm. oh, yeah, of yeah. Yeah. not a rip-off, but, it, I mean, he just did mm-hmm. it, like, two, what, three weeks ago, and you're doing the same thing, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, in a way. I mean, mean, it's similar, but they didn't even do the 69 thing, which is disappointing, right? And they're going against uh, Benjamin and Alexander against McIntyre in a handicap match. If McIntyre wins, the Hurt Business is banned from ringside against Lashley uh, at the WrestleMania match for McIntyre-Lashley. Okay. So what do you think happened? McIntyre beat them. Oh, there you go. And he beats them. And then the next time you see Lashley and Alexander and. Benjamin. From area. Lashley's Lashley's going off on them for losing. Okay. And then, you know what his next step was, which was so strange to me. And this is where I'm like really annoyed with WWE.
0: He stepped on Matt Riddle's foot.
1: Nope. He walks and turns the corner after he lambasts uh, the Hurt Business, turns the corner into the locker room, and he's now in front of Drew Gulak, the uh, Lucha House Party, tells that four horsemen of the apocalypse, basically, that if they can take out McIntyre, they'll, they'll get a world title match. So he's really stacking the deck against McIntyre leading into WrestleMania now. <laughs> okay, why would why wouldn't he just I want the Hurt Business his his buddies to help him out as a faction that they are? I don't know, man. It doesn't make any
0: sense. So why would you be mad that they tried to it help, makes, you, but then be mad because they didn't win to help you at the WrestleMania? So.
1: Exactly. It's, you totally get it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
1: Well, I mean, you know. What a disjointed shit show.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, they don't have a card yet. I think there's finally, now we're starting to see all the, it's coming into play now.
1: They but, they announced hmm. some matches right. actually for Saturday and Sunday. What, what happened? They're, they're starting to break up the nights now. So oh, okay. on Saturday, Saturday night, you have McIntyre and, and Lashley. Yeah. Saturday night, you also have uh, Banks versus Bel Air. That's happening that night.
0: Okay, it should, it should be good, good, but I don't know what they're doing with them either. So is Sasha a heel now because she walked out on her? I, I, who? What are they trying to yeah. do? Yeah, Sasha's more the heel. I guess it's kind of her character. It's always been kind of her deal. She's always been
1: kind of like, yeah, it should be. I, 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 I'm beast. not. I'm, I'm not against that. But,
0: uh, yeah, no, it's just they're, they're throwing everything together, and basically they got to create really, really interesting storylines in three weeks for their biggest show of the year. But that's what they do every single year. And I'm not sure if any of these matches really carry a lot of juice. I guess the Edge Roman one does, especially if you're throwing Daniel Bryan. But this is becoming yeah. WrestleMania where I just do not give a fuck. I certainly don't care about the women's tag division ta- – I don't care about Rhea Ripley coming back. That was whatever. I know she came no. out well.
1: She's and and she's uh, the heel in this. Like I saw uh, a social media post from her. She's referring to people as peasants, and um, you know it's going to be her versus Asuka. It seems. And then there's other you know there's other rumors floating out there is that if Charlotte comes back or or, or gets you know the clearance that she might be slid in there as a th- you know a third member of a triple threat match. Of course. And although, man, I don't know, I just think there's something a little bit more to the, her not being around. Still,
0: they're going to try to throw Charlotte in there, and you think that there's more to meet eye with the story of her just having COVID, because exactly, yeah, because there's too many coincidences. And yeah, to quote V from Vendetta, I do not believe in coincidences. You know, and exactly, exactly. But at the same time, I know Vince was pissed about COVID reports coming out a couple of weeks ago, so that might have been part of it, and that's why they kept it on the hush hush.
1: Yeah, it's feasible. Um, but yeah, so you got no. Yeah, you have Ripley. You have uh, against against Asuka. Then also, they announced yesterday. I know you're going to be so in love with this match. Uh, Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Yeah,
0: I saw that.
1: that I mean, is... That's going to be awesome.
0: But we knew that was coming, so that was just like, okay, that's a kick in the butt. I'm really doubting if I'm going to watch WrestleMania live.
1: I really am. It's going to be difficult, man. It really is. Um, I don't know, you know, what's going to keep me on there to like watch it live. I'd say. Um, oh, then of course um, you have the Fiend versus um, Randy Orton, which is definitely going to be a Fire Firefly, uh, Firefly Funhouse match. I, I would bet my bottom dollar on that. Ah,
0: oh, I can't wait till this is over.
1: I don't know if they'll do this, but I'll say this. I hope there's some sort of tip of the hat to uh, Brody lead or in that match. Well,
0: I think what yeah. you'll see is maybe he'll do the clothesline. I don't think it's going to be anything other than that, if anything, um, at some point. But I'm just thinking, I don't remember two guys who have had so much effort put into storylines and have not produced a decent finish, decent match at all yet. Yep. I mean, things that people are laughed at. I mean, the fact that he set the fiend on fire was mocked on the internet. That match at WrestleMania yep. mocked. Just it's just yep. so much effort with two very talented <sighs> guys, but and it's just never. It's like a box office flop every friggin' time these guys get together, and this is no different. Except for Alexa Bliss, they have a great actress in Alexa Bliss in it.
1: She has carried that whole feud for, I, and you know what? When I was watching Raw last night, I didn't realize it's actually been three months of this shit show of a, yeah. of an angle. No. Three months, and, and I, God bless Alexa Bliss for making it even, you know, tolerable in the slightest.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's been outstanding. Orton hasn't been terrible either. I mean, what do you want the guy to do? They're making him gag on black shit, get fireballs to the face. He's, they're making him burn a guy alive. I mean, I don't think I don't think the talent's doing anything particularly bad. It's just yeah. I don't think people really give a shit what happens with the Fiend. No.
1: Or like and what did you think of the Fiend's appearance when he returned again? It looked like. He was like just came out of a box of a uh, bag of charcoal briquettes.
0: I mean, I guess it's a cool way to increase his story, kind of a Freddy Krueger vibe to it, I guess. But at, you know, I, yeah. I, at the end of the day, it was everyone. I mean, we both picked. Oh, I believe we both picked Alexa Bliss, or kind of picked you. You didn't technically, but yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you go because you did pick her overall. <laughs> um, but that's exactly I, what we thought was going to happen, and we knew. I did that, pick it's her. There's nothing. It's just they're putting all these bells and whistles and these effects to try to change that the story is garbage.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I mean, there's nowhere to go with it, and who gives a shit what even what they're fighting for at this point? You know, like I don't get it. What are they fighting for? Um, I don't know. I haven't. I, I, I don't know. Like fire safety awareness. <laughs>
0: It's ridiculous man so we got we're getting that and so that's that's something i'm not i don't care about we got bad bunny yep. and miz i am i am going to do everything to not watch that match baron yep. corbin might be involved in a singles match that's going to be terrible even though i don't think he's got anything going on in terms of storyline not that that seems to matter to wwe right now because they don't have a full card yet for wrestlemania and we're only a couple weeks now.
1: out uh, you know what you got to check out. Uh, this is the other part of RAW that was like <sighs> interesting. They had uh, a segment with uh, New Day and um, Omos and, and um, AJ. AJ. Yeah. And basically, new, yeah, New Day was basically you know they had a segment where they're doing a, a cutting and promo on each other, and New Day was making it clear that AJ was just like using o- Omos and then uh, knew nothing about him, and it was like questions like, "Hey, what's his favorite color?" And like AJ's like, he literally said like, "Oh, his favorite color is red." And then uh, Old Monster's like, "My favorite color is mauve." Right? And then you know, and then basically he, Kofi's like, "Yeah," and like, "Yeah," and actually, I think I think AJ's like, "That ain't even a, a real color," like something like that. <laughs> and then um, and then. um, what else uh, they were asking like friendship, like questions and trying to like chip away at their friendship in such a manner, you know? So yeah, it's just like, it, it, like, I was sort of, it was sort of humorous. There was a good spot in their match between AJ and uh, Kofi though. Uh, AJ nailed Kofi with the uh, man. It was like a, uh, the, the Pelé kick basically. You know, yeah. You no, know, the um, shit. I think uh, Kofi went for trouble in paradise. Yeah. Jumped up and kicked him right square into the head. It was a nice spot. Uh, um, those two guys but yeah, that, that was probably man. the highlight of Raw, to be honest with the most interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then that was like probably the highlight. Their segment, and uh, you know, there was some humor to it, a good match. But then after that, man, Raw was just garbage. And, and honestly, they, you could see that they're already dropping the ball with Lashley, the Hurt Business, everything else. So,
0: they were doing so well with the Hurt Business. It's really if they're, – they're, they're moving towards breaking them up. That is really unfortunate. It's like, can you give those guys another six months? They weren't done yet. Right. Are like, you afraid why, they'll why be successful? The like, I don't get it.
1: it. Yeah, yeah, like why can't like Benjamin and Alexander have the tag belts going into WrestleMania, put them on the line, you know, whatever circumstance, whatever stipulation you want to put, whatever gimmick match. I mean, Cedric Alexander, Sheldon Benjamin, both those guys can go, put them in there against New Day, put them in there against AJ and Omos or whatever. Um, You know, those guys can make it happen. Give them, you know, have that hurt business going in there looking loaded with gold. And then you have Lashley in there and it's sort of like you have an anchor I have a faction that people are like, oh man, the Hurt Business—they're coming in strong. But now nah, let's break them up like three weeks before and make them seem weak.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing, and it's, uh, uh, it's you know, uh, one of those things. Again, these guys have been fucking up wet dreams lately, man. <laughs> I mean, they have things that can be right in front of them. Again, Sting, we can go back on and on and on. There are things that can be written done that have been right in front of their faces, in front of their nose for years now, and they never pull the trigger on her. And then it's okay, though, because if they don't pull the trigger on something, there's another company that's going to, as you see what AEW is doing. But it is unfortunate because there's so much talent. Yeah. Underneath that. It's so much talent underneath that umbrella. Ben, Shelton Benjamin is a fantastic yep. worker and the guy can talk on the mic. Same thing with Cedric Alexander. Yep. And they were working good. Mm-hmm. They had momentum. There was no reason to take those titles off and to put them on a New Day. No reason at all. And now,
1: are they not even going to be on the card? Yeah. Because they can't be in the main event. I, I don't know. I, yeah, they can't be in the main event. So, like, well, I don't know. Like, like these guys be the are the champion champions. Yeah, they 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 were just in the tag team. They were just tag team champions what two weeks ago, and now all of a sudden they're not going to be in the WrestleMania card. It yeah, they'll probably sense, man.
0: They'll be in the Andre
1: the Giant Battle Royal. It'll be fine. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and then you had this moment Elias, uh, with his bouncer dude. That remember how? Uh,
0: before you go any further, remember how cool Elias was.
1: Yeah, remember that? I, I actually have a, a a Christmas ornament on my tree for him because he was that cool at one point. Yeah. But now,
0: not so much. I I fast forward through his shit now, dude. I had no time for uh, Elias. I don't walk with
1: Elias yeah, anymore. Yeah. And and they they had a segment there where Shane McMahon and Elias sang a song together about how stupid Ron Stroman is. I, I mean, I thought that word was abhorrent, and yet they're singing about it now.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm. I actually. It's funny you say that, and I'm glad you're talking about singing songs. I have a song about something stupid too. Okay, cool. Hello, this is Elias. And this is going to be the dumbest bit you've ever seen. <laughs> Sing it, Shane. I don't know what to tell you about that either, man. I mean, it just, I fast forwarded. I would have fast forwarded through all
1: that. So what was the song? Was the song funny at least? Um, not really. It was just, you know, it was just like low bearing, like, you know, low fruit to pick right there. It was just, uh, <laughs> you know, them them, you know, writing a, a three minute song about how stupid Braun Strowman is and they're bullying yeah, they're bullying the monster among among men with the word stupid. Ah, uh, that's another match I do not care about. This card What if is- it's in a cell and, and Shane and Shane jumps off of something? <laughs> what if what if he what
0: if he jumps from one part of the ring to the other with a garbage can on the guy's face? Because he can't do it with a chair, because he can't reach all the way. Exactly. Yeah. So shut up, Shane. I mean, to, to his credit, he can certainly jump farther than I'm certainly going to be able to. But
1: um. yeah, listen. Yeah, gravity's not my friend, and and he's better. He's more athletic than I. But again, he's like in his mid forties. He's wearing sneakers, the dopey jersey, and here comes the money. Doesn't really fit in anymore.
0: I, know, I think he's up closer to fifty, actually. To be honest with you. Um, there you go. So, you know, no, I, I just again, it's another match that does not make any sense I, that they rush together. And there's what's the beef? It was just because he called him stupid or because Braun didn't like the way he was being booked. Like it was just a stupid beef to begin with. It was clear it was all ex-champions. Uh, World WWE. Yeah, I don't know. It was just a dumb beef to get into, and then the way it's been built and they're going to keep on going with it. And okay, I not buy. That's another match I do not want to watch. I don't. Other than the title matches, the the Universal Championship, Sasha Banks and Bel Air, and the World Championship, I don't give a fuck about any of these matches. I really don't.
1: Sorry, and I'm let me let me tell you let me tell you what a genius you are, Silicon Valley. And I say this because you were just shooting from the hip. And you yourself could just fix that Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon feud. How about this for a genuine idea that you just said? Instead of booking it because over and over the word stupid, why don't they book it because Braun Strowman's pissed off about the way he's been booked by the McMahon family? That would be really interesting. That'd be great. I've been booked. Imagine that.
0: I'm
1: flipping, I'm flipping ambulances over. And now I'm playing dance,
0: you know. Whatever he's doing, and he got Jack too. Like he took right. the time off and became like one of the most awesome physical specimens ever. But that's yeah. the thing. don't forget, the McMahon's had this delusion of grandeur for themselves, plus Triple H for mm-hmm. them. Don't forget, CM Punk was supposed to wrestle Triple H at that WrestleMania, and if you listen to the way CM Punk said it, well, you're wrestling Triple H. CM Punk didn't want to wrestle Triple H at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? And I know Triple H's are certainly a much bigger deal than Shane. But the point is is that they're not as big of a deal as Vince they are. And Shane certainly isn't. Shane is is annoying now. He has go-away heat with me. I don't like Shane McMahon at all. He used to make me laugh as a heel. Now he just annoys me. Yep. He's (laughs) only a couple steps above Baron Corbin to me. Yes. Meanwhile, Alistair Black, Andrade before he was released. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make the list goes on and on. of Guys that are sitting on the bench waiting for something to do. Yep. But this clown with the nice sneakers is going to jump off of something big. Mm-hmm. And cut really weird promos while he's out of breath. And he's shaking. He, and if you noticed him on TV lately, he acts like he's nervous.
1: Yeah. He's always anxiety. Yeah. What's going on with that? Have you noticed that too? I have no idea. I Yeah, I have. I have even, even during the song yesterday, I was like, yeah, he's like got a little bit of a shaky voice, you know, and his hands are, and I'm not sure what's going on, man. He needs to start smoking. I don't get it, man. But yeah, like, yeah, uh, that would help him. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you know what? Make it more realistic. Be like, you know, a bronze like, Hey, I should be world world champion here. McMahon family. I mean, there you go. Like nothing will ever replace stone cold against the McMahons, but you put the monster among, among men. He he's actually going after the McMahon family and namely McMahon's son for the way he's booked. That's the only way to go and cure this, but they won't do it. It'll just be about his intelligence level, which I mean, honestly, I'm not, I'm not really caring about his IQ. The guy's a huge monster.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's just such a silly thing to attack somebody on. Like, you're gonna run this. This is gonna be. I got the idea. Why don't you just go out there and call him stupid? I don't know, Pop. Should I call him something else? Maybe get a little. You know, have a little bit of a story here. No, 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 no. It'll be great. Just call him stupid.
1: Stupid.
0: Just like that. All right. I'm kind of nervous, Pop. but I'll tell you what—it just, uh, yeah, they could do a lot more with Braun Strowman. I mean, Braun Strowman was at a point where he was unbeatable a couple of years ago. He was huge. He was yeah. huge with Roman at the top of the cards, and you just—and now it's just now he's an afterthought again.
1: He won a championship last WrestleMania. He did. He beat Goldberg. Exactly. Yeah, I, I got a Vince idea for this match. For this, you want to hear me out on this? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So during the Hell in a Cell, this is like Vince and Pritchard and and uh, Shane. And, you know, of course, Braun's not in the room because, you know, you can't have a creative influence. So Vince is sitting there. Uh, I got an idea, guys. During this match in the Hell in a Cell, do you remember how we had things flashing on the ring when Bray Wyatt fought against Ray, Randy Orton? Remember that? Silicon. Steve Alley, you're in the room. You remember that? Yeah, boss. Well, how about this? While Shane's in the ring and you know, a hell in the cell, we start flashing Braun Strowman's STT scores on the middle of the ring. They're awful. Going not get into community college. Didn't even crack a thousand points. No.
0: 974.
1: <laughs> he didn't even put his name right.
0: You got 200 points for that, Braun, for Christ's sake.
1: You like it? It's great. We're making fun of it. Stupid. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? So, Bruce? So, it, it, it's so it, it's it's such a PG route. I mean, make it more realistic, man. That's the one way to fix it.
0: It's lazy. Yes. It's fucking lazy, and it's safe, and they and it's yep. whatever. This is I, I honestly a part of me really wants to bo- not even watch it just to be like, nah, I didn't watch it. it sucked. I mean this is this honestly I I haven't been this not excited about a WrestleMania in probably since 20 I, I didn't watch any between like 22 and 30. So it right. would probably be 29 when I didn't watch. And that yep. was one of the Rock Cena ones. Um Mm-hmm. So, uh, this WrestleMania is just a dud to me. There's nothing going on, and I really Roman Roman Daniel Bryan and Edge is really the only thing that's really compelling to me. Because yep. McIntyre and Lashley, they're doing a good job though. I thought they did. A, they're doing a good job with their with as little build as they have.
1: Yeah, but nothing crazy. They're, they're, yeah, they're doing good, but you know what? What's going on around them is falling apart quickly. Yeah, that's you what mean, I'm worried about. The hurt business
0: is not going to be a thing in a couple months. That's, that's I think that's what I think we both agree on. The hurt business is out of business. It's going
1: to yep. be out of business, or at least those yes. two guys are. Uh, it's going to be different. Yeah, um, I got to ask you something since you watched Fastlane and I did not because I'm too lazy to sign up for the Peacock Network and migrate over. It um, what it was your feeling about the Edge heel turn?
0: Was it a heel turn though? I don't know if we're gonna be a true. It's gonna be a true heel turn. I think it's gonna be one of those things. that Shawn Michaels did uh, several times, and he kind of yeah. played on both sides when he goed against the baby face or a heel. Shawn kind of acted like a heel, but he explained and made it rational why he did what he did. I think you're gonna see that with Edge. I don't okay. think it's gonna be a full blown heel turn right away. However, okay. I couldn't see it being a heel turn later, because I think Edge, and I think Edge would admit this, is that he's definitely more effective as a, as a heel. That's been his bait. That's has great him. heel. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's what people want to see, and I think it's going to happen eventually. It's hard to turn him heel when he first comes back, and he has this great story, but now that he goes up against this other underdog, and by the way, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be Jesus Christ. They're going to get booed if they're going against Daniel Bryan. We've seen that time and time again. So... Uh, I don't know if yep. it's a heel turn. I think they're going to try to have them kind of be at it. They wanted to build heat between Edge and Daniel Bryan, and that was the way to get them real heat because they were building up a little heat going into that. And I have a feeling just with Paul Heyman, Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns all involved in this story, they were doing that for a reason, and now you're seeing the reason. That spilled over in this particular match. Daniel Bryan missed it by accident. Edge doesn't know that it was by accident, he could say, and then he hit him back. You know, and then Edge looked yeah. very upset. If you remember, Edge, looked, Edge actually looked pissed off when he had to do it. He felt like uh-huh. he had to do it just because – and he didn't want to. So it wasn't like gotcha. a heel turn where he walked away like a jerk-off. He looked, he walked away upset that he had – but he felt like he had to do it. He uh-huh. almost pissed off at Daniel
1: Bryan for making him do it. Um, okay. Yeah, it, that's good perspective on it, man. Uh, and yeah, I saw the clip too, so I didn't actually sit there and watch the entire match. Um, do you think Daniel Bryan will be in there, and as far as being in there as a yeah. threat, still or not?
0: I do believe okay. that specifically because he had Roman tap. He Roman was actually tapping out to him right before yeah. I hit him with the chair, so gotcha. it was really well done. I mean, this they, they are doing a great job at the storyline. I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, as far as the rest of Fastlane, no surprises at all. Like yep. none. You, I mean, you know, you saw the results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, nothing really, you know, I don't know what they're doing. I guess Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are still the tag team champions, so we're not sure what's happening there uh, with them because they were having problems. Are they going to defend the tag titles at WrestleMania and then break up there now? I guess that would be the way to go about it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about.
0: I, you know what I would love, honestly, and I saw someone say this, and I and I
1: totally agreed with it. I would love. Are you there? And then you've shown, not that I'm a fan of that team. Yeah, I'm here. Do you hear me? Yeah, now I do, but you were out for a while. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just talking about Nyan and, and um, Shayna Baszler. I was thinking that the obvious opponents would be Natalia and and Tamina. That, not that, that moves the, the meter at all for me. Uh, But then you also have, uh, I saw these names being thrown out there. Um, What was it? Um, uh, Liv Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. And then truthfully, I mean, what are you going to do with Naomi and Lana?
0: I don't want to do anything with that. They'll probably have a four-way dance with all those. I'll tell you who I want, and I don't think they're going to do it, but I haven't seen Billy Kay on TV recently. It would be great if they brought the yeah. iconics back together because guess what? They're not really di- they they did not think Billy Kay – Billy K was going to be an afterthought and she made her move and she actually made some <laughs> waves. People loved her, but now she hasn't been on TV for I think a week or two. All of a sudden, so I guess she wasn't cool enough. They didn't get it. So now you have both girls struggling. Even I know Peyton Royce had a match against Asuka, and apparently it was a decent match. I, whatever. That's what I heard. Um, but Peyton yeah. Royce hasn't moved the needle at all since she's been gone. Billy Kay did move the needle. They took her off TV anyway. Put them fucking back together. Give them the tag titles and let them run with it. Have them come back at WrestleMania. Yeah. Have the Iconics come back. That's what I would do. Have a legitimate tag team be the tag team champions, for Christ's sake.
1: But yeah. – that's not what WWE does. They won't do that. No. Yeah. Peyton Royce had a pretty good match against Oscar, man. It was a nice step forward. Um, You know how WWE can be pretty obvious about certain alignments and who they sort of put together and they might link. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if you see Billy Kay Peyton Royce get together with Rhea Ripley because they're all, all from the land down under
0: the Kiwis. So,
1: are they Our uh, well, kiwis are from New Zealand. Australians would be what? Well, are they considered kiwis as well? Mangoes, mango. I have no fucking <laughs> idea. Kangaroos, <laughs> koala bears, yeah. Arby's poisonous. poisons on the body. Poisonous snakes. So that's the extent to my knowledge of Australian. Yeah. Dundee's.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I You know, because you're, you're right. Billy Kay's been missing and she was like one of the more entertaining aspects of, of SmackDown. It's like, she just disappeared, went into the black hole with Alistair Black and Andrade. Uh, but yeah, Peyton Royce had a different attitude when she came out. Um, hey, you know what, man? Like there's, there is a talent there. She world champion material to me right now. I don't know about that right now, but she's definitely tag team champion material for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, yeah, man, it's just, uh, that, that was a decent step too. And Oh, you would have loved the Asuka Rhea Ripley, uh, exchange. Oh, uh, would I have, she confused. Yeah. She, you know, yeah, I'm just being some some sarcastic. Oh, Asuka I don't confuses really use yeah. me. Asuka confuses me a little bit. So Rhea Ripley comes out there. And by the way, I did make that prediction when I saw that she was on rock. I'm like, there goes the, yeah, I go there. There goes the the person that's taken over for Charlotte, right? Yeah. So I texted you. Okay, so Rhea Ripley comes out there and she challenges Asuka. So Asuka does her crazy dance that you love, and she goes like this: She goes, "You're not ready for Asuka." Yeah, and then Rhea Ripley's just looking at her, and then Asuka's like, "I accept." It. So I'm like okay one minute one minute she's saying you're not ready for it, but then hey, I, okay, I'll accept.
0: Oh no, no, that's her thing. That's her, that's her catchphrase.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's just you know, but again, it's just like it doesn't make any sense at all. Uh it, it's it,
0: like I, I don't know. I will give my pass on that. I'm not too bad on that one. Not, I I don't care though. I don't I, I don't I didn't really watch Rhea Ripley and NXT, so I really don't have much of a background for her. She had a great match with Charlotte last year, I will say that.
1: Jim Cornette said that was the best match for WrestleMania last year.
0: That it could be a very fair I could see that being certainly for him because he loves bell-to-bell action. I'm trying to think of a better one, and I can't. I, I, I think I would agree with that, quite frankly, because I loved wow. the match when it happened. I'm trying to think if I remember another match yeah. that I enjoyed as much. Um, the two cinemographic matches I loved. Actually, I like the Bray Wyatt Cena yep. match, I thought was better, and the Undertaker AJ Styles match, I thought was better. But, but, but bell to bell regular matches, I can't think of anyone that was better,
1: to be honest with you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd have to go back, but I can't remember one either, man. Um, but yeah, and, and honestly, with Rhea Ripley, Vince sees money. She's young. And, and if, and what's ironic too is like if she grew her hair out and they feminized her a little bit, I'll use that term just a little bit. Um, she would look almost like Charlotte Flair. There's like a <laughs> strong resemblance there. I don't know if you ever seen a picture of Rhea Ripley with longer hair, but she actually resembles Charlotte Flair.
0: Oh, interesting. I could see that. I can certainly see that. I mean, they're both similar size. They both have great bodies in terms of uh, their muscle tone and everything like that. So. I yep. can see it. I, I don't know Rhea Ripley enough to really, like I said before, I'm certainly not ex- – I'm not ready for Asuka and Rhea Ripley because I'm not going to watch it. So there's another match I'm not going to watch. Yeah. This is rough, man. I'm th- I'm thinking about it. But that, but I, I might, though. I might give it a shot. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, Fastlane and now Raw, it really – you're seeing kind of things that we already knew were going to happen. Just be – finally realized we knew Bray Wyatt was going to wrestle Randy Orton. You know, we knew Omos and, you know, that was already booked though. You know, we knew that it was going to be, you know, going into this week, Lashley and McIntyre was probably going to be that. We knew that a few weeks ago. There really wasn't anything, you know, Bad Bunny and Miz. We knew that was coming. So it's not really... It just really all these matches. Where's the Where's the great bell to bell match in this?
1: Where's the classic? Um, there isn't one. It would be Roman Edge and and Daniel Bryan.
0: That's the only match. No, let me say that. I think Bianca Belair and Sasha are going to have a great match too.
1: Yeah, I, that's true. I, and you know what? Like that'll steal a show on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, and by the way, Lashley and McIntyre will be good, but we've just seen so much of the big physical dudes going after each other. I mean, you just saw Sheamus and McIntyre do it a few times. You've seen Lashley do it a few times. I mean, we're seeing that same kind of physical physicality type World Heavyweight Championship match. And you know, when is it going to be too much? Because that's what we got. Nothing. That's all we got last year for the championship matches as well. You know, I want my yep. Intercontinental title match, or, you know, that we used to get, that the match where you have that classic, that 30 minute Broadway that guys can do. We haven't yep. gotten that at WrestleMania. It's been more about the entertainment. And this particular card seems like it really pushes toward the entertainment and really says, fuck the wrestling.
1: And it's unfortunate because it's the first major live event in the COVID era that we're going to be seeing. And it's as if you're not even prepared for it. It hasn't sold out yet either, which I'm shocked by. By the way, did you see on our page that uh, one of our followers is actually going to it? Good for him. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like, he reacted to to my predictions on Vaseline and then brought it up that he just bought his tickets to go. And, you know, I was like, oh, that's sort of like, it's, uh, it's you know, it's amazing oh. what a small world we live in under social media and like, uh, yeah. you know. Well, and then, I, mean, uh, I thought it was cool that he's going to go there.
0: I mean, it's cool because you have an opportunity. I mean, my wife and I are thinking of going to uh, Double or Nothing down in Jacksonville. So we definitely. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, we, we might not, though. We got to see. A lot of things got to fall into place. Um, but it, so it is exciting. It's just, but I'm just shocked because 45,000 people at WrestleMania. Actually, you, you can actually go there to watch this big event. I'm just shocked that it didn't sell out yet. I really am. I thought that would sell out in a couple hours. But I guess people are still apprehensive. Is it more because people are apprehensive, though, or is it because the card is shit? It's
1: probably both, man. You know, they're not going to give you the, the WrestleMania discount.
0: It just, it just seems like there's no pop for this WrestleMania at all at all and they're pushing it and it just for the intelligent wrestling fan you see how they're placating and you see they they see how they're treating like you're stupid and it's insulting it's insulting what decent matches are going to happen if you like pro wrestling and if you like wrestling at all this wrestlemania might be one might be the worst wrestlemania ever on on paper prove me wrong
1: I'll just I just you know what? That's, a, that's an interesting that, that's an interesting topic. We should probably just research and like look at former cards and see where this ranks. Yeah, like man. for the time the time in history, what the main events were, um, you know, like and, and just how see how to out of touch certain cards were as this one seems to be as well.
0: Yeah, I think WrestleMania 9, even though there was a couple... Of de- WrestleMania 9 will be on there. That, that's considered a pretty shitty one. But maybe we'll do that. We'll do it later in the week. We we'll certainly would. But yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what. Fastlane and Raw did not move the needle for, for WWE or get you really too excited because it just it was almost just depressing because you knew that these things were coming like the Bad Bunny Miz, or Reddy Orton, and nothing really excited you about any of the continuations of these stories. None of these stories got better. None of them. In some cases they got worse. And it, yeah. you're only two and a half weeks to your big event. And, you know, again, I, I think other than, than a couple the the two SmackDown Championship matches and maybe Lashley and McIntyre. But I question how good that match is going to be, too. Because Lashley usually needs a ring general with him. It should be good, yeah. but,
1: you know, but yeah. is it
0: going to be better than Sheamus and McIntyre? I don't know.
1: Um, probably maybe a little bit. I mean, you know, you would be the better judge on it. You actually saw the match, but. No, it uh, was a great match. You know.
0: it really was. Sheamus okay. and McIntyre did a fantastic job. The ending was a little anticlimactic, but yeah, it was because you can kind of see it coming. You know, he he kind of gave him a a claymore out of nowhere, but you kind of saw the claymore coming. Their matches, they're, they're finished. Their match, they're finished. Their matches are usually so telegraphed, you see them coming seconds before they even happen which is another oh. unfortunate thing because their matches feel the same way, the way they're booked. Oh. I'll tell you, that's just my opinion. Same same thing with the other night with Edge and Jey Uso. It was just a weird finish. Didn't really kind of took away from the match, but what happened? Right. Uh, but the Edge, Brian, and to put a little bow on this, the Edge, Brian, and Roman mat, uh, match or Roman situation, It was cool. It did everything it was supposed to do. And I think they are doing great with that. I will say that.
1: That's good. Uh, One other note, WWE related. And uh, I'll say this. I checked in with NXT the other night. We had the in, we had the in ring debut for L a Knight, And uh, that guy is going to be world champ in NXT. No doubt. Oh, cool.
0: So he'll be off TV in two years. <laughs> Alistair Black, Bo Dallas,
1: Andre, Andrade. you going? Yeah, yeah. I guess you can. Uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, John. John-, too. John- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that he was cha- not not that he was champion. He was a uh, sort of an underling in NXT, but John Moxley. Only best wrestler in the world are according to Metzler this year, right?
0: Oh, calm down, just quiet yourself. I'm just saying. I'm not going to. Per, I'm. I'm not going to believe a talent's going to elevate on a main roster until they get there and they prove it to me. I'm just saying. Too many times they pull a guy up and they don't do it. I,
1: I, I get it. I'm just saying that the talent is there, and that's better than not having any talent.
0: Yeah, I guess the talent's there, but you got to see what they're going to do with them. And I, again, I every time yeah. talk about a guy in NXT, it's very hard for me. I, I, I we've had this d- discussion, and it's the same thing. Thank you so much for listening to High Spots and She Pops with Vlad the Impaler in Silicon Steve Valley. Tune in to Friday, where we talk about AEW and SmackDown.
1: He's also the kiss of death and anybody he gets involved with goes to AEW.
0: <laughs> and by the way,
1: he's
0: had, he's had a good six month run. The last 10 years of his career that I, that I like these, <laughs> he, I mean, honestly, even his title run
1: was bullshit this year. He sees feuding with Soulja boy or bow. Wow. One of the two who rappers, He's feuding with them on Twitter. <laughs> I would get into that. No
0: man. joke. What is he saying?
1: Uh go to this Twitter feed and check it out. I'd rather not paraphrase. But yeah, he's legitimately having words with some random rappers. Why much like paraphrase. Bad Paraphrase.
0: Wait a minute. Why can't you paraphrase?
1: Or you don't really know, you, you uh, forget what he said? Because I don't, I, don't I don't want to do it a misjustice versus you reading it and saying exactly what's going on. Well, I'm going to look it here. up right now, sir. Okay. And, and the thing is, where we're in dangerous territory is with Bow Wow and Soldier Boy, they're feeling empowered to get involved in this industry that you and I love because of somebody by the name of Bad Bunny.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's a negative. Absolutely, and that's that's the thing, and uh, and you're going to see more of that.
1: Listen, you and I barely survived the Master P debacle on WCW. I don't know if I could take this again.
0: But Soldier Boy, I never heard of Soldier Boy. (laughs) He doesn't look like much of a rapper to me. So. First of all, and by the way, why did, did a no-holds-barred match have a no-contest finish?
1: Did anyone explain Paul, that? Paul. You know what? Paul, E is rolling in his grave from these TW days. How do you even, like, go that route? It's disgusting.
0: <laughs> so, what is it? Fake, right, Soldier Boy? By the way, which one of yo baby's mamas do I send the bill to for making you relevant again? I assume they all own yo asses. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting those checks. I've never seen Randy Orton speak like that on Twitter. Is he going to get canceled? Is he making
1: fun of him because Bow Wow speaks with an urban slang? I'm not sure. But uh, all I know is that this is where his attention has been laid of late. And uh, it's that or uh, spitting out the uh, octopus ink. Yeah. that the, that the, that the, the Ultimate the, Warrior the, suffered from. You remember that Ultimate Warrior, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, the Papa
0: go thing, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible to me. It's the same shit. The same exact shit! You couldn't have it be purple or something, or a different tint. Randy Orton will one day bloom, the splint that comes out of my head! And the oceans will fall, the eagles will soar, the, uh, the oceans will crumble. And Randy Orton... I don't know. Jesus Christ. Fuck the ultimate warrior. Wow. <laughs> we already had that conversation. I didn't. They <laughs> did. They did. We sure did. Um, but, anyways, so yeah, that's it. Randy Orton has no fucks to give, man. And it's times, sometimes I really like it and sometimes I really don't. This is one of the times I like it. I like that. I hate rat. I I don't like that. I hate celebrities.
1: Well, the thing is, it's celebrities that are saying that they can they're about to go and try to do what he's been doing and been trained to do for all these years and act as if they could do it better. And that's just an insult.
0: Well, I mean, I could jump off that 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 rope. I could do that because cuz what's his name did it? Little bunny, bad bunny did it. And by the way, Bad Bunny didn't do bad for a celebrity jerk-off. He's no Shaq, but whatever. Yeah, no, the celebrity thing gets too much for me, man. I mean, I know there's a place yeah. around SummerSlam time, and I know what Cody's trying to do, but it's got to be minimal. It can't be at multiple celebrities that show, man. I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: Like what you're just mentioning, man, we're going to see Shane have a WrestleMania moment, and you're going to see Bad Bunny have a WrestleMania moment. That's too spots right there
0: and alistair black in catering thinking about his beautiful hispanic wife who's going to be working in AEW.
1: yeah and it's it, i give that guy a lot of credit man just i mean my god that guy is pretty damn good on the mic incredible incredible performer in the ring yeah i mean he could just go and Unique. and like instead of out of pride vince is like oh your wife wants to stay the U-word? Wants, t- wants to tweet the U-word? No, no, Union? no. no. Oh. Ah, well, that's it, Alistair. We're going to unionize your downfall. Kevin Dunn, get them out of here. No. Oh, hey, did you hear who's coming back? All right. No, uh, no. John Laranitis. John Laranitis. For talent relations. Oh, he's not going to be on TV, is he? I don't know, man, but what what they're what they brought up and what the concern behind this behind the scenes is evidently through the dirt rags, if you will, is is going to be his approach with women wrestling, because under his wing, you had divas, not women wrestlers.
0: You had really hot so the, chicks pretending to wrestle
1: and it looked stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and they're worried about it. So uh, it's going to be something to keep an eye on, man, because that is the one place where they probably have a little bit of—I'd say—a good good advantage over AEW. If they start oh going God. backwards on that, if they go backwards on that because Laronitis and he, you know, he's just looking at it on a superficial level. <laughs>
0: Well, talent relations doesn't really impact creative, so I don't think it should be that big of a deal. I, I I think, I I think it'll be fine. You know, it it, it has changed a little bit, but he knows everybody there, and he's known them, so um, that's good. I mean, maybe he needed a job. I don't know. I I was never a fan of Johnny Ace, even though it's funny. I watched some of my mid mid eighties. WCW and sure enough yeah, fucking, I, I I never remembered him I never remembered who the hell he was Johnny Ace so yeah. I was like wait a minute was he one of the dynamic dudes which then I was like oh okay but I didn't recognize him and I never really remembered what the hell he looked like I always remember Shane Douglas out of the two yeah yeah and sure enough there's Johnny Ace even before that he was I think he was a valet type guy with one of the Russians. I think it would bar Sukoff or um, Ivan Koloff or one of them. It was really interesting. It was before the Mm. dynamic dude thing happened, but it was just, he he was never anything to me. So when he was big in the mid, I I guess the mid 2000s as like a general manager, I didn't, I wasn't watching every time he was on. His voice just annoyed me. I never even watched.
1: Man, he sounds like he smokes like, you know, uh, I don't hey. know how many packs of smokes a day. Yeah. Hey, kid. What's going on? Well, the thing about people
0: power. Hey, Vince. What, I just have a question about this promo. It just kind of sounds like I'm just stuttering over something and I'm trying to leave the ring. Yeah, pal. Worked for Shane a couple of weeks ago. It's great. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the thing, man. Well, it's been yeah, a, hell of a, it's yeah. a hell of a time. We do have SmackDown tomorrow, tonight, actually. SmackDown tonight, I'm going to look forward to that. I've actually been watching SmackDown lately without fast-forwarding much of it, which is completely different for many, many months for either WWE show, so good for SmackDown. So And keeping your eye out for Bacha Mania next week, because they're going to do the explosion thing. It's going to be great. It's going to be a long – it's going to be one of those jokes that they do the entire episode, just like they did with Nia Jax with her hole. Nice. Yeah, so. All right.
1: Most famous hole wrestling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed High Spots and Cheap Pops. Check us out on Facebook. Vlad, anything else we got before you impale us?
1: Oh, man. Before I can impale the universe. Um, Nothing much other than that. Enjoy the shows, and uh, we'll be back next week for sure.
0: Yay! I'm
1: probably going to leave at the...